0: Good morning, fellow Forneyites. Thank you for joining me this Saturday morning for a very special show. This segment brought to you by Guest and Gray Law Firm. If you are in need of legal services or help fighting this annexation situation, call Guest and Gray today at 972 564 4644. That's 972 564 4644 or find them online at guestandgray.com. We're joined this morning by Texas State Representative Lance Gooden. Now, of course, everybody—the uh, big thing uh, that everybody wants to know about—is annexation. It's a huge deal going on, not only in our town, but uh, obviously Mesquite. And it's the, the the situation has started, and it's it's happening all over, uh, all over the uh, the state of Texas. Uh, so, but before we get going, for people who don't know the particulars of what's going on, the annexation has really gripped our communities, and uh, like I said, a lot of other communities, and for good reason. Uh, but for those who aren't aware of the whole situation can you talk about what annexation actually is and what it means for our community and the people of mesquite
1: sure um first off to sum this up first firstly thank you uh, but first off to sum it up mesquite's trying to uh, take take our land and send us tax bills for it and what does that mean well uh the te- state of texas has some of the most antiqu- antiquated uh laws on the books around all of america i think we're one of two or three states that has such liberal annexation policies for cities And what that means is cities um, can expand uh, through the annexation process. And in Texas, as long as they have claimed that ETJ or extraterritorial jurisdiction, um, then they can go through the appropriate channels and annex land into their city limits. And what I mean by appropriate channels is currently on the books, a city has to provide notice to those being annexed, whether they're residents that live there or property owners. A lot of times there's property owners, but no actual people. Um, and they have to provide a series of notices. They have to have three hearings, uh, one of which could be in the affected area if that's requested by petition, um, and then they've got to vote on it, and that's pretty much it. So a lot of times over the last five to 10 years, you've seen cities um, annex land. They make their intentions known. Typically, they have a hearing or two or three. Uh, the, few or the few people that are affected usually come, and they're upset, and then the city council typically just ignores whatever they have to say. They vote, they annex the land, and you never hear from them again. The reason um, cities are so effective at annexing is because they typically do just a little bit at a time. If you annex 20 houses, then there's just not enough people um, in a 20-house path uh, to really make a big difference at the hearings, and so... There's usually not enough uh, commotion for anyone to really care. Right. Um, the reason this is such a big deal is because they've gone. They're going for so much all at one time. So, question is: Is why are they going for so much all at one time? Well, the law is going to change in December um, that makes things much difficult for other cities like Mesquite to annex. And I'd like to kind of give, if it's okay with you, kind of give a history absolutely of kind of where we are now. So, this all really got started um, after the city of Houston annexed Kingwood. If you're familiar with the Houston area, Kingwood is its, was its own city, um, but they didn't have the proper uh, channels in place to prevent the city of Houston from just annexing them one day, and they did. And so if you go to Kingwood, you see city of police cars, uh, the taxes are high, people in Kingwood are still mad about that many, many years later. Um, the same thing happened, I believe, in Bernie outside of San Antonio, and so people outside of these huge cities that were expanding got really upset and several years ago they kind of started getting organized and this year they finally got well enough organized to pass legislation that makes it more difficult uh, for cities to annex. And what I mean by more difficult is they've got to go get voter approval and or landowner approval if there are no voters in the area before they annex property. So the cities hate that. They absolutely hate it because they don't want any restrictions other than what they've already got now with the hearing requirements. Um, and so the bill we passed this summer, unfortunately, it only applied to cities over, or excuse me, counties over five hundred thousand people. So the bill affects basically nine counties only. Um, and the smaller counties, such as Kaufman, if you can believe Kaufman's a, a smaller county, actually aren't included into this bill. Um the reason for that was we couldn't get the votes to include everyone. Um, at one point, the um, the bill in the Senate included all counties, so everyone would be affected, um, and then that was stripped out. I actually ended up, I had a kind of a difficult decision to make because I was against the bill as long as it didn't include all of us. Um, so I was in a, in a point where I was going to be criticized for voting for a watered-down bill or criticized for voting against the bill. Um, so... What ended up passing, and I supported this bill, was the bill um, that included all the counties over 500000 I was able to get Henderson County. I represent two counties. Henderson is one of the two counties. I was able to get them into the bill. So there's 10 counties total in all of Texas. Um, and then we had an amendment that included Kaufman County and then all the other counties surrounding Dallas County, such as Ellis and Collin. But again, we the, the amendment failed. There were 20-some-odd amendments that day when that bill was up. So the final version of the bill only includes these big counties. Well, Mesquite is in this uh, bill because they are in Dallas County. So we're fortunate in that the bill uh, restricts Mesquite's ability to annex at will. However, what the legislature did when we put a December 1st effective date on there, rather than putting September 1st or October 1st, is we, in effect, encouraged all these cities to go crazy with this annexation, which is what they're doing here. So they're trying to get in before December 1st and annex as much as they can.
0: Which actually leads me to the first question we got here on the Young Ideas text line from Sean here in Forney. He says, when the legislation was originally passed, why wasn't this made effective immediately to avoid that type of situation?
1: Um, We were in a special session. Typically, um, in in the regular session, for example, every single bill just about um, says this legislation becomes effective on September 1st, unless two thirds of the legislature passes it in which it can become uh, effective immediately. Um, so September 1st is usually three or four months after the end of the regular session. I, I believe there's a restriction on when the bill can become effective because you've got to have a veto period, um, for the governor. And this bill was so controversial. There were, there were, um, ru- uh, inner city urban, uh, State reps, mostly Democrats, um, who were against the bill totally, um, so we weren't able to get two thirds vote to get that thing effective immediately. But the December first date is what's really killing us here because it's encouraged mesquite to go wild.
0: Uh, it really has, and of course, it affects a lot of people, not only in Kaufman County, but the you know the uh, eastern portion of Dallas County and Mesquite. That these people are, you know, they're they're Forniites. Mm-hmm. You know, they they recognize they they recognize themselves as. Members of the city of Forney. They have Forney addresses. Uh, and a lot of them are really mad because the last time an annexation happened, you know, there's during an annexation, so that I don't get get or give wrong information, during and when a town like Mesquite annexes, annexes a portion of another town and becomes their city property, what are they required by law to provide for that? portion of the community they've annexed.
1: They're, they're required to provide the same services that they require everyone else the timeline on that is a little questionable um, they allegedly uh, told residents before they did an, the annexation i think it was four or five six years ago uh, when mesquite first came into Kaufman county they said we're going to provide services you're going to have cops firefighters um, you're going to put a fire department up uh, they never did that um, that's one of the big complaints about this, uh, this latest push, aside from the fact that people don't want to be in Mesquite. They know that not only are they going to be in Mesquite, but they're not even going to get whatever few benefits they might have by being in a big city. So we're looking at kind of going back in time. We've been investigating the most recent annexation. As it turns out, we believe that Mesquite actually messed up um, in drawing their lines in the annexation from several years ago. We think some of that is is probably incorrect the way they did it. We've heard rumors and I've talked to some former Mesquite City employees who said, hey, we did this wrong back back in the day and no one said anything and I don't think anyone knows. Uh, But that doesn't mean it's right just because four or five years have passed. So once this December 1st is behind us and we've hopefully beaten this uh, current annexation push, we're looking at Uh, reaching out to everyone that's been previously annexed by Mesquite and potentially a class action lawsuit because we'd like for Mesquite to de-annex. And if some of the annexation that they did several years ago was wrong, then they should have, uh, it was an illegitimate annexation in the first place. So the courts uh, would probably agree with us and then folks could potentially get taxes back after all these years of paying.
0: All right, y'all, it's, Texas State Representative Lance Gooden on with us. A very special show this morning talking about annexation, what it means for you. If you have questions, you can text them in at the Young Ideas text toy, that number 469-355-0362. Those texts come right here to the studio, to Lance and I, and we'll get those answered on the air. we got some questions lined up already, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more with the State Representative Lance Gooden on annexation right here. On KFNY, True Texas Radio.
2: Hi everyone, I'm Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I've seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost effective, all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for Judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like and go to GrayforJudge.com to join Team Tracy. Political ad page for by Tracy Gray for Judge.
0: Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972- 524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972- 524-9995 or find them online at Award WordMusic.com
3: as temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown, independent, American-standard air customer care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeats.com.
4: Forney Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com.
0: Hey everybody, Will Riggs here for Young Ideas, your local TV expert, and I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Young Ideas at 518 Houston Street in Wills Point, Texas, or call 833 833- for DISH TV. That's 833-the number four, DISH TV. Or visit them on the web at youngideastv.com. They are Young Ideas TV, your locally owned, operated, and trusted satellite TV experts.
5: At Forney Family Dentistry and Orthodontics, we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price. Get braces for as low as $88 a month. Join our family of bracketeers today. We make it fun with exclusive events just for you. For added convenience, you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment. Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today.
0: We are back here. very special show this morning with State Representative Lance Gooden. This segment brought to you by our good friends at guest Anna Gray. Hey, if you're in need of legal services or you need a great team on your side to help you fight the annexation, call Guest and Gray today, 972 564 That's 972 564 or find them online at guestandgray.com. Now, we do have some questions lined up. If you want to get a question in for Lance regarding the annexation, 469 362, that's 469 zero three six two get that in we'll read that on the air and then uh, we'll get those questions answered for you Lacey and Forney says is it true that the representative who authored the bill is now against annexation
1: I, I don't think so uh, the repre- the author of the bill is a guy named Dan Huberty who's also the uh, chairman of the public education committee and he's been uh, repeat the question is he also what
0: now? is he now against the annex against annexation altogether?
1: Oh, I don't know that he's against annexation altogether. None of us are against annexation altogether. All of us are against annexation without giving the people about to be annexed a right to say yes or no. Um, annexation isn't the enemy; it's taking away the residents' right to say yes, we want this, or no, we don't. Um, and that's that's kind of the whole uh, the the rub of this whole situation is the city of Mesquite they really don't care what the people of Kaufman County want. If they did, then they would have heard at our city council meeting that we attended a couple of weeks ago, and they wouldn't have even said, let's have some hearings. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And um, for those of you that have maybe watched, you know, we went to the city council meeting. We all attended that meeting and folks spoke up. But what was so telling before that was the pre-meeting, which you can all, you can watch online. That's, uh, we can share that later, the link to that, but that's basically all of the city council members in Mesquite sitting around a table looking at maps of the potential uh, annexation areas, and they all were basically saying, well, I want this, I don't want that, I want this, I want that. None of them said, I want this as long as the people of Kauffman County want it to be annexed. Just, I want this as long as this landowner in Kaufman County wants to be in the city. Um, so this is not about what we want. This is about what Mesquite wants, and that's what has everyone so outraged.
0: Now, one of the things that was brought up in a conversation uh, with other people from the Mesquite, Mesquite side that would be uh, affected as well as I, I am also the voice of Devil's Bowl Speedway, so I'm very close with the Edwards family. Devil's Bowl's been there for you know uh, 45 years, and you know their their area would be affected. But to annex one portion, is, uh, to annex something, you have to be touching that. portion of area your city limit has to be touching that to become your etj now one of the things that they're concerned about is that they're included in this so that once that portion's annexed they can reach out to another part of forney in the travis ranch area leading over to the heath area sure and so that's one of their big things is like we they feel like they're included just so that they can reach out in a future portion and get something else. Uh obviously with this bill and having to vote on it and things like that it, it's 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 one of those quick what we've what's been dubbed as a land grab, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's affecting a lot of people. Now Jonathan and forney says I'm in the area that's going to be affected, and if we're annexed into the city of Mesquite, will my kids have uh, be required to go to Mesquite schools.
1: Uh, no, at this the forney ISD lines are what the forney ISD lines are. Those are separate from the city annexation lines, and even in Kaufman County now, you know you got people that live in Tallte, they have a Terrell address, Kaufman phone number. Forney ISD, none of that would change. The, the school district lines are what the school district lines are, so that's that would not be an issue.
0: All right, and I now I have a follow-up question to that. So if you're in the city of Mesquite, if, you're, if your address is dubbed city of Mesquite and your kids go to Forney, do you pay two sets of taxes?
1: Because um,
0: that would be my concern is I'm paying city of Mesquite taxes and Forney ISD taxes. That's two different.
1: Yes, you pay. I mean, that's. People in Forney pay Forney City taxes and Forney ISD taxes. You're right. You're going to pay okay. the taxes for whatever city you live in, irrespective of what school district you're in.
0: Yeah, I just think it would be a lot higher City Mesquite taxes than City of Forney taxes. But the bang for your buck is
1: certainly not going to be as good in Forney right. and Mesquite.
0: Uh, and so a lot of time, like I said, a lot of things that people have brought up. And I watched the video uh, that you were talking about where you know, we had – they only took 10 which I thought was kind of wild. I mean, I get you have time restraints or whatnot, but they were like 10, and they were very adamant about, we're only taking 10 people. You only get three minutes. We only do this. And they were, you know, he's like, I want to do it by the book. Mm-hmm. But I think it was also a an attempt to limit how people were heard and how many people were heard. But the one thing that I heard in every single aspect of every person who spoke was, we don't want this and it's not right. It's not morally and ethically right for you to just jump over here and decide that you want all our land and you want all this portion over here for financial purposes, for financial gain. Right. Uh, And I think that's the big crux for me is that, you know, taking that, taking this land that's not developed yet along I-20 obviously uh, so that you can bring in developers and turn around, sell that land to developers and things like that. It's just, it's a land slash money grab Uh, and to me putting putting other people's in i would i would say in danger when they're you're you're not gonna you have to get police out there you have to get firefighters out there you have to do all these other things but there's since there's no time frame on it you're putting people's lives and property in danger for money and to me that's just morally and ethically wrong
1: i agree um and i don't really think they care um you know we saw in The pre-meeting before that main city council meeting, one of the councilmen, uh, Councilman Archer, made a comment. He said, I don't want us to go annexing in areas where we're not going to provide services. And I think he really meant that. He seems to be a pretty nice guy. Um, And the problem is, is that's exactly what Mesquite's done in the past. So there's really no reason to think they're going to suddenly, one, go back in time and provide services to those they've already annexed, and two, quickly provide services to those they're about to annex. Um, but, you know, if you continued watching that pre-meeting, you realize that out of all those council members, he was the only one that expressed that concern. Um, the rest of them are focused 100% on development and a good uh, investment for the city of Mesquite. And it's it's re- really frustrating.
0: And it, what's what my personal frustration is this. I grew up in Mesquite. I was born and raised mm-hmm. my entire life in the city of Mesquite. And I now live and you know raise my kids here in Forney. It doesn't personally affect me. The annexation doesn't personally affect me, but it affects my community. It affects my friends. It affects my neighbors. So that's why we're having this show this morning, so that you guys know. Get your texts. You get your texts. Get your texts and questions into four six nine three five five zero three six two. I when people ask me why I moved to Forney, I was like, you know, I grew up in Mesquite in the eighties. That's uh, going to date myself on that situation. Forney to me right now is a lot like. Mesquite was in the eighties. It's a lot of hard working, middle class, blue collar people who are just wanting a better life for their kids than they had when they grew up. And mesquite now, you put a lot of stuff in the hands of the city of Mesquite and look at the city of Mesquite. You know what I mean? The the my first job was working at the World Championship rodeo for Neil Gay and then the city of Mesquite took over the rodeo and it went downhill quick. I mean a lot of things that we see in this world when the Governments, whether it be city to federal, take over the uh, possession of things and start running things. It usually doesn't go the way that it y- you want it to go. Mm-hmm. It very rarely does. And so the city of Mesquite running, it's basically to me it's like a financial racket. To not be too negative about it, it's, it's to me it's this is a financial situation only for the city of Mesquite, and it's like they disregard the. Actual people involved, and unfortunately for them, if they go through with this, that's actually going to prove negative for them in the long run because those people can then become city of Mesquite voters, and they're not going to be happy about it.
1: Oh no! I mean, if this were to go through, first of all, I, I think we will win. um It's a long road ahead. It's well, it's not a long road. It's a difficult road. The road's actually pretty short. It ends on December first. Um, but let's just say for a second they did win. It's not like we're suddenly going to just lay down and take it um, we're going to be outraged one and two we're going to cause them all kinds of grief and three we're going to be recruiting candidates for the mesquite city council and knocking on every door in mesquite to get this thing reversed and just create a complete living hell for everyone on that council um i'd like to talk about uh leading up to december 1st kind of what our plan is if that's okay um this we've got three hearings as i mentioned. If we need to go to a break, and can cut me off.
0: No, we're good. Go ahead. We've
1: got three hearings uh, coming up that are required by law that the city of Mesquite's putting on. The very first hearing is on Monday night in Mesquite. The next hearing is the following Monday night. And uh, the latest I've heard is that's going to be in Heartland at the Heartland Family Church, I believe. Details on that will come out shortly. And then the final hearing, I think, is the week of November the 6th on a Monday in Mesquite. And it's really important that we pack those hearings. Do I believe that any member of that city council is going to be moved by anything they hear, probably not. But when this is all said and done, uh, no matter how this goes, if we don't have a large presence at that hearing, um, then it's hard for it's hard for our attorneys, it's hard for any of us to make a case um, that the people are truly outraged. So it's just, it's really important. I know people have lives and are busy and no one feels like spending their evening in mesquite texas on a monday night or any night for that matter Um, but we really need folks to plan to come out to mesquite on monday night
0: uh text uh from the 214 what can i do now to help if i'm in the annexation area and obviously you just talked about look be at these meetings speak up at these meetings get your neighbors to come to these meetings uh and make sure that your presence is known
1: yes that's the most important thing right now um when we make a threat and say um, if you guys go through with this, it's going to be a miserable experience for you all in Mesquite. It's it's hard for uh, a, a Mesquite council member to take us seriously if they only see two or three people at these hearings. They're not going to be afraid of anything. Uh, but I think they realize how outraged folks are. Uh, between now and November, when these hearings are taking place, the best thing anyone can do is show up at these hearings. If you can only come to one, then come to the one. In Heartland on uh, the twenty third, I believe it is, which is not this Monday but the next. Uh, From a legal perspective, though, I I can't thank Tracy Gray enough. She has taken on this case uh, pro bono, and she's been working with me and her law firm. And we've got quite a few things we're working on. I know people say, "Well, what are you working on? What are you doing? What's your plan?" It doesn't look very good. Uh, The answer is, we are working on it. We've got some uh, some ideas that we're moving forward, but we don't want to just put our legal plan out there at this point right Uh, but we've been uh, we've been working on that we've got some experts that we've got working for us and we've raised private funds to pay for them and we've we've really got a great operation that tracy's leading um, and she and i probably talk every day about this and so i know folks are frustrated i know they're thinking well what can i do Uh, the answer if you're an individual and you're against this is is trust that we're working on it one and two come to these hearings
0: and uh, look, if you really want to get in on it, you want to help, you want to, you know, want to talk to someone about your legal repercussions, you need to call uh guest in gray. It's nine, seven, two, five, six, four, four, six, four, four. That's nine, seven, two, five, six, four, four, six, four, four. They're helping bring you this program here today. And I'm sure that we'll have another one of these between now and November sixth, definitely to give everybody an update, answer more questions, try to get other things going on. Now, I will tell you, it may be a little sparse on November 6th, and I'll tell you why is because we're expecting that the Forney High School marching band will be at the state march competition down in San Antonio. Uh, now, we do have this question. The lady was carjacked yesterday, and mm-hmm. I was just telling you about it a while ago. At the Dollar General right there at the corner of I-20 and 741, uh, what is the timeline for Mesquite to offer emergency services? Because there's no way that the city of Mesquite, which is, oh, you know, I don't know, 18 miles from that portion, could get there nearly as quickly as the Kaufman County Sheriff's Department did.
1: Yeah, you know this is a perfect example of why the city of Mesquite has no business annexing anything in Kaufman County. There's not going to be any proper response to anything. They're not going to be able uh, to respond to emergencies, whether it's police or fire or medical. Um, and that's that's kind of the 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 point that's been made, re- repeated repetitively um, over and over. Folks are upset about the last annexation. I don't think the law is very specific for when they actually have to come through with what they've said they're going to do. Um, that probably is not going to be as a big of an issue if we win this thing before December 1st, uh, but that's kind of the, uh, the sticking point that we keep bringing home to folks is they've been unable to provide services, they have no intention, that's the other thing, they have no intention of providing services. Um, it's just not been a priority for them and this poor uh, person that got hijacked yesterday is sadly a a great example of of why we don't need to be annexed by Mesquite. I mean, it's, it's, it's impossible to think that they're going to provide adequate services in a way that's meaningful.
0: Uh, Y'all, we are here with Texas State Representative. It is Lance Gooden. We are talking annexation. We're going to take a break when we come back. More questions coming in on the Young Ideas text line. Get your questions in 469 355 That's 469 355 Back with Lance Gooden next on KFNY True Texas Radio. Hi everyone, I'm
2: Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I've seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost-effective. All all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like and go to grayforjudge.com to join Team Tracy. Political ad paid for by Tracy Gray for Judge.
0: Did you know that your HVAC system is the second most expensive item in your home to replace? So why not have it maintained like you would your car? Call EMS Heating and Air Conditioning today at 469-474-1211 to schedule Schedule your fall maintenance and receive a free filter change. EMS has been serving the Forney area since 1997 and services within 75 miles of DFW. No job is too big or too small. EMS Heating and Air Conditioning is veteran and family-owned and operated by longtime Forney residents. No gimmicks, just fair, honest, and dependable service at a fair price. Call today at 469-474-1211 or find them online at ems-ac.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about my friends at Forney Appliance Repair. When we had a problem with our oven, the crew at Forney Appliance Repair not only fixed the problem, but they checked back with us a few days later just to make sure everything was still working. They combined that excellent service with over 15 years of experience in repairing all major brands, and no job is too big or too small. Right now, if you mention KFNY, you get $10 off your service call. Thousands of satisfied customers can't be wrong. Call Forney Appliance Repair today at 903-312-5343. That's 903-312-5343. Or find them online at forneyrepair.com.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Melina Cosby. Do you miss eating foods you love? Are your dentures loose? Tired of yucky paste and glue? At Forney Family Dentistry, we offer implant retained dentures for a confident smile that fits your lifestyle. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today. At Forney Family Dentistry, we make your whole family smile.
0: Hello, this is Will Riggs, owner of True Texas Radio. Do you want to hear your ad right here on TrueTexasRadio.com? Always wanted to advertise on radio but thought it was too expensive? Well, we have advertising plans to fit your budget. As a small business ourselves, we understand the challenges you face to get in front of the right customers to increase your business. Let us show how you can increase your exposure and your business through the power of radio. Contact me at True at gmail.com for more details. Again, that's True Texas Radio at gmail.com for more details. Hope to hear from you soon.
1: Since 1968, Smiley's Racing Products and Hoosier Tire Southwest have been serving the Dallas-Fort Worth racing community. From race parts to tires, Smiley's is ready to help you get to the checkered flag first. We provide track-tested parts and advice at all five of our store locations, including Kennedale, The Woodlands, Sherman, Oklahoma
4: City, and our main showroom in Mesquite, Texas. If you don't live close to one of our stores, you can order online 24
0: hours a day at Smiley'sRacing.com or give us a call toll-free at 866-959-7223. Smiley's Racing Products, where we look forward to servicing your race car needs. Oh, yes, we are back here on this very, very special show. Will Riggs alongside Texas State Representative Lance Good in this segment brought to you by our good friends at Gaston Gray Law Firm. If you're in need of legal services, you want a great team on your side for this annex situation, you need to call Gaston Gray today at 972-564-4644. That's 972-564-4644. Or find them online at gastongray.com. A question here on the Young Ideas Tech toy, Lance I live in downtown Forney, so the annexation does not directly affect me and my family. How can I help my friends that live within the expected annexation? Is there a petition? Will it matter if we fill up that petition? I love my city and our residents and I just want to help.
1: Well, first of all, thank you. And I can't tell you how many people I've talked to feel the same way. Um, You know, We've been knocking on doors Um, consequently. I'm I'm up for re-election in four or five months so I'm out campaigning too. Um, And on the During the daytime uh, evenings, we have been knocking on doors. We've been hitting Forney, city of Forney, and just about every other door asked me a question about annexation. And I think it's a testament to the fact that so many people across Forney city limits are so against this. They know their kids go to school uh, or they're friends with these folks in the area uh, that's potentially going to be annexed. And so it is the hot topic around town. Everyone, it's stunning to me how everyone is 100% on the same side. I've never seen an issue where we had 100% agreement. Everyone is against this.
0: Uh, It's kind of, actually, that's uh, something I actually talked about privately with my my wife and some friends about this particular situation, is that uh, in the past couple of years, uh, city politics around uh, the city of Forney have not been... I would say 1,000% cordial, and uh, uh, which I, I personally believe is counterproductive. I think everybody uh, needs to work together to accomplish uh, the same goals. Uh, that's just how that's how society works, and we need to to get back to that. And I think we are uh, ultimately moving in that same direction because it's it's wild that everybody is on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am actually excited about that. Uh, we just got a text in here that that. We need to go check out, and we'll do that in the next break here, is that there are now four meetings. The Heartland meeting is on the 26th, as posted yesterday on the Mesquite's website, so we need to go check that out. It says there's four meetings currently scheduled.
1: Yes, so originally I had said that that Heartland meeting was going to be on the 23rd because I was confused. I thought they had canceled the 23rd at the city council and replaced it with Heartland when in fact, they still have the 23rd hearing set and the Heartland meeting is two days later on Thursday, three days later on Thursday, October the 26th. I'm going to put all this out on my uh, Facebook page and it'll it'll be put out there.
0: We'll share this out as well uh, so, on the and Y page. Make sure you guys perfect. like that and we'll get all that squared away.
1: So currently we've got four hearings, one of which is in Heartland. And I mean, this is just how ridiculous this thing is. These hearings are designed to say that they have fulfilled the requirements of the law, and really just tire people out. I mean, who has time to go to four hearings to talk about the same thing? And basically, the City Council of Mesquite, they're going to hear the same thing from maybe different people if different people show up. I suspect the same several hundred people are going to show up, um, hopefully more. Um, But the message is going to be the same. And, you know, it's great that they claim they want to hear from the people, But I'm real curious to see how these hearings go. I can't imagine it being an actual dialogue uh, where people say something and the members of the council actually have a response and a a conversation back and forth. So I think we're probably all going to be very frustrated with these hearings. However, um, that's the system we have in place today. So we really do need to pack these hearings.
0: Now, one of the things that I heard when watching the video at the city council meeting uh, was a story of, uh, of a resident here in Forney who was annexed the last time. And, uh, you know, they lived halfway between Forney and Crandall, uh, just four miles, by mm-hmm. the way, not the eight. I believe one, uh, one, uh, one gentleman, dead. he came. By, he checked it in his odometer that it was 18.9 miles to the city of Mesquite while it was only four to Crandall or four uh, to Forney. But uh, their, her house caught on fire, and the only people close enough to even remotely help with that was Crandall and Forney. And they're like, if they had to wait for a fire department... And this is the last annexation, which was quite a bit ago. And still no emergency services out there. And and so that's really what's got a lot of people... I mean, obviously, nobody wants to be City of Mesquite. They live in Kaufman County. They live in Forney. There are Forney residents. And they don't want to be City of Mesquite. But on top of that, you're not going to provide... Or you have not provided at this point... The things that were required of you the last time. So basically, the lack of faith that they're going to do it this time is really a huge driving force in this situation as well.
1: That's right. And you know, the thing about what they've done in this whole thing, aside from upsetting everyone that's potentially going to be annexed, they have reopened the wounds from the last annexation. And no matter how this thing goes between now and December 1st, they're going to find themselves with a world of problems after December 1st. Uh, We have been in talks with folks who have already been annexed. We're planning to help them uh, pursue different legal channels uh, to really bring a world of hurt Um, to the Mesquite's finances because our intention is someday, I don't know if it'll take six months, a year, two or three, um, is to get some of this land de-annexed, which means they would have to pay back these taxes. I think when this is all said and done, if it it ever ends, uh, the Mesquite City Council, it's my hope that they will regret um, ever coming out with this plan in the first place because they've given us a new issue to fight. I can't find one person that's not angry about it in this affected area and we are not going away. Even if we win, which I'm, I'm planning on us winning between now and December 1st and we're going to celebrate and it's going to be wonderful, uh, we're not going away. Uh, these folks that have been annexed in the past, they're mad, probably madder now than they were when they first got annexed because they're kind of being reminded of what a crappy deal it was. And so it's, uh, it's something that we're going to pursue until we're happy and satisfied with the outcome
0: most definitely here's the deal guys if you, even if you're not okay like we had you know the texture that she's really passionate about our town passionate about helping uh, the citizens of Forney which is exactly why I did this show this morning It's why I reached out to Lance and said hey let's talk about this let's get our questions answered let's get people motivated and informed on this particular situation there's nothing worse than misinformation and unfortunately with social media a lot of misinformation about a lot of stuff is uh, gets spread around real quick, and before uh, before the truth can be spoke, lies are already out there or misinformation. I want to say lies because it's usually just misinformation or portions of the truth. Um, so, speaking of which, so a rumor has it that uh, it's this the potential annex is reduced down to about a hundred rooftops as opposed to the whole thing. Uh, this may end up taking Mustang Run or Cimarron trail. What's the case here? Also, Kelly and Union Hill really people should be able to vote about this these families have lived here forever this is just wrong
1: sure you know these rumors about the annex being annexation being reduced i believe that probably will end up being the case there's they even made it clear at that pre-meeting that there were certain areas they weren't interested in but they had to put out a huge plan just in case that's what they wanted to do so everything would be on the table come november when they placed their their vote I've also heard uh, Councilman Archer reached out uh, last weekend and said, you know, I, it's my intention. I would like to leave these rooftops alone. That's great. We think he's probably in the minority um, among council members who probably want a little bit more than uh, just a little bit of an I-20 corridor. Um, so I think what you're going to see, if we were if we were unsuccessful in our um, in our efforts, and the Mesquite Council said uh, we're going to cast this vote on, in on November whatever the day night of the hearing or whenever they're planning to do it i think they're probably going to say hey you know what let's just go for everything let's annex everything and we'll figure out the rest maybe next year if we need to de-annex something we'll de-annex it but if we don't get it now we'll never get it
0: that's i mean that's so long and short of it is is, uh,
1: you know there's rumors but that's just all they are until the mesquite folks make their final decision and nothing's final until november
0: now we do have another question here, and, and I'm going to kind of preface this question with, uh, all right. So, like you had mentioned, uh, up for re-election. There's a lot of uh, elections going on mm-hmm. with in the county, in the city, and so you know this. Uh, I I know this isn't for some people. This isn't necessarily a political issue. This is a personal sure. issue for people who just happen to be also running for office. The question is. Are any of our other elected officials trying to help and fight the situation and why are they or other candidates remaining silent instead of helping? Um,
1: I have elected officials I have spoken to in the Forney area. um, Keith Bell and Rick Wilson. I've spoken with them at length about this. Um, I've spoken with um, Bruce Wood, who's our county judge. Jakey Allen, and... uh, Skeet Phillips; those guys have all been involved. They're the only elected officials. I'm probably forgetting someone. Um, that's kind of the county elected officials. The sheriff's talked about it, um, but he this is not his his deal. Um, the district attorney has been involved. Problem with the district attorney's office is there's really not much they can do on behalf of private citizens. They represent the county. Um, but I've talked with uh, Judge Wally, our district attorney. Uh, for those of you that don't know, she was a judge. Now she's the DA, but we still call her Judge Wiley. But anyway, Judge Wiley has um, said she would like to be able to help, but right now we're kind of uh, put, getting our legal ducks in a row. Um, but, you know, I don't know why some people do or don't get involved. Different people have uh, different reasons for doing different things. Um, but this is really um, something that is it's probably my number one priority. Yes, I'm up for reelection in March, and yes, we're knocking on doors and all that typical campaign stuff but there's really nothing more important to me right now than making sure December 1st gets here and we've defeated this. Uh, there's nothing, no issue I don't think that I have faced uh, since I've been in office that's been more more polarizing where all of us were on the same side of that pole. Um, we're united in this fight, and I think uh, I, I like the way people have come together, and I, I just hope people don't get too tired between now and that last hearing in November, because we really need bodies and
0: voices uh, to fill these hearings. All right, y'all. We, it at State Representative Lance Gooden, we are talking annexation. We have one more segment to go. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back more with your questions right here. It's KFNY. True Texas Radio.
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I've seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost effective, all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like and go to grayforjudge.com to join Team Tracy. Political ad paid for by Tracy Gray for Judge.
3: As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown, independent, American-standard air customer care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeats.com.
0: Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com.
4: Orny Embroidery is a full-service embroidery and silk screening business. We offer embroidered silk screen scrubs, golf shirts, work shirts, restaurant uniforms, reflective safety gear, caps, jackets, hoodies, and so much more for virtually any business school or team. Find them on Facebook or online at ForneyEmbroidery.com or just give Crazy Dave a call at 972-636-8379 and let him create you a company logo or work on getting your existing logo applied to garments and promotional products that promote and advertise your business and services offered. That's 972-636-8379. Forney Embroidery is a proud sponsor of TrueTexasRadio.com.
0: Hey everybody, Will Riggs here for Young Ideas, your local TV expert, and I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Young Ideas at 518 Houston Street in Wills Point, Texas, or call 833 4 Dish TV. That's 833 the number 4 4- dish tv or visit them on the web at youngideasTV.com. they are young ideas tv your locally owned operated and trusted satellite tv experts
5: at 40 family dentistry and orthodontics we want to give you a smile with style at an affordable price get braces for as low as 88 dollars a month join our family of racketeers today we make it fun with exclusive events just for you for added convenience you can have your teeth cleaned at your ortho appointment Give the gift of a beautiful smile for as low as $88 a month. Call us today for a free consultation or visit us at ForneyFamilyDentistry.com today.
0: All right, y'all, we are back here on KFNY True Texas Radio. Will Riggs alongside State Representative Lance Gooden. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Guest at Gray Law Firm. If you're in need of legal services or need a great team on your side in this annexation situation, Call Guest and Gray today at 972-564-4644 or find them online at guestandgray.com. We've got a couple of questions coming in on the Young Ideas text line. Make sure you get them in, 469-355-0362. About 12 and a half, 15 minutes-ish left in this. Now, I'm going to interject my own quick question here because it's something I've been wondering and I want to know. So, uh, emergency services obviously cannot be immediately provided if this annexation goes through, does the city of Forney still provide the emergency services for those areas once it's become, quote-unquote, the city of Mesquite?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think that becomes Mesquite's problem.
0: So that, so basically all the people who are Forney residents, who've lived in Forney, built in Forney, and love and live in Forney would be left out in the cold for all emergency services because there's nothing anywhere close to them other than Forney.
1: Um, if they're in an area that's about to be annexed by Mesquite, once Mesquite annexes them, then they're Mesquite's problem with respect to emergency and, issues. And
0: that right there and so, alone is the reason you need to be packing all these meetings. Now, Monday City of Agenda. This is a text that came in from the two one four. Monday City of Mesquite agenda says that they will be discussing annexation in the five o'clock pre meeting. The seven o'clock agenda mentions new maps, reducing the areas. Actual maps not attached, of course. Shouldn't we crowd the pre-meeting as well?
1: The answer is, if you are free and interested and able, all three of those, I guess, have to apply or maybe just one, and you want to come to that pre-meeting, then by all means, please come. However, what the pre-meeting is, it's the council sitting around a conference table out of the way of the people in the room, and the only effect it will have on the process is you might know uh, a little bit more about what's happening if you're there, and two, the council might see you sitting there, Um, but it's not going to have an effect on anything, and I'm hesitant to tell people to come to the pre-meeting because when you look at the agenda for the city council meeting that starts at seven, unlike the last one where they had the public comments first, um, they're going to probably have their public comments first, but If you look at the agenda we're way down the list of their official hearing um for annexation so my point in all that is if you come to that pre-meeting at five you may be at the city council meeting for For five or or six hours it could potentially be a miserable evening for you uh actually it's probably guaranteed to be no matter how this thing goes but um i hate to tire people out so that 5 p.m pre-meeting that could all be watched online the next day what's more impactful if you've got to pick, is to come to the actual um, hearing portion or come to the actual city council meeting that starts at 7. And keep in mind there's four of these as of now. Um, The one that's going to be in Heartland is going to be annexation only, so it's not going to be a normal city council meeting. But we we really just need folks to stick with us and for sure come to that 7 o'clock meeting. But if you can't make the pre-meeting, it's not that big of a deal. I don't think it's going to – I mean, it's a big deal, but I don't think your presence is going to affect anything.
0: All right, so – the meeting, council meeting, 7 o'clock. That's the one you want to be there for. Pack it out. As many people that can go out. Like literally. Uh, If I were able, if I didn't have a live broadcast on Monday night, that's where I would be. Like I said, it doesn't affect me personally, but it affects my town. It affects my neighbors. It affects my community. So that's why, again, we're sitting here with Lance. We'll probably schedule one of these uh, between now and November 6th, another one, so we can get you an update. You can ask more questions because there's going to be more questions that come as more information happens and more events happen. I'm sure more questions will come up because it's going to be like what but I thought it was this now it's this what's going on. Now if this annexation doesn't pass, how soon after this can they try again to annex? And If
1: this annexation. So if it weren't for this law that takes effect on December 1st, we probably would not be having this conversation for several reasons. One, Mesquite would not be trying to annex all this at once, which which raises the eyebrows across the county. They would probably going for small pockets and upsetting a very small group of people at different times. Um, so it's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, in in passing this law, we have restricted Mesquite's ability um, to do any kind of annexation. However, it doesn't go into effect until December 1st. So now they're trying to go crazy and get all this at once. After December 1st, if we are able to drag out the clock and make sure that they don't get this annexation done, then any future annexation by the city of Mesquite is going to require voter or property owner approval before they can take land. They know that they can't get it. Councilman Archer put out a statement last weekend saying because of this law, what he meant to say was because we know that the people in Kaufman County don't want us and they'll never approve this, we need to hurry. What he said was because the law is changing. But what he meant to say was because we're not wanted and we know we never will be, we need to hurry this up. So after December 1st, if we're able to defeat this, they're gone for good. Uh, We're not going to have to deal with them again unless the law changes, which it won't. I don't think it
0: will. And if you guys have not watched that, go to Lance Gooden's Facebook page, uh, and you can see that video. It's been shared out uh, over there. We shared it out as well. And, uh, you know, when they took the uh, 10-10-10, public comments Ken Hill for your longtime for resident was first out of the gate and he I want to say his first sentence was don't want you don't need you go away that's right and uh, I it's, was like
1: <laughs> it's 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 just so it it goes to show kind of how the mentality is there um, I don't know how sensible everyone is on that council but you know we walked in there they probably had a police officer for every five people that came as if we're just a band of criminals from Kaufman County. We walked in that city council room. There were cops everywhere. And I'm thinking to myself, shouldn't you guys be patrolling the streets of the land you annexed four or five years ago, rather than in here trying to babysit us? Because it's not like we're going to go hog wild. Um, but you know, that's probably going to be seen again on Monday. We're going to walk in there. They're going to have cops everywhere as if we're a bunch of thugs from Kaufman County that don't know how to behave. And it's just uh, a testament to how out of touch those council members are and, how little they care about what we want here in this county.
0: Uh, December 1st is roughly, I want to say, seven weeks away. Uh, So for the next seven weeks, it's going to be Texas State Representative Lance Gooden and the city of Forney, basically all the residents, all the people jumping in on this. And I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I've I've had multiple, multiple conversations with Tracy Gray. For those of you who don't know, have never been to the radio station. We are in the same building with – with and Gray and Tracy and I have had multiple, multiple conversations. This is her number one priority uh, in helping this the residents uh, potentially affected by this annexation. So, even though you are seeking re-election, your number one fight for the next seven weeks isn't re-election. It's defeating the annexation from the city of Missouri. There's
1: not much I wouldn't do to make sure we won before December 1st. Even if, if it meant I had to move to an island in the middle of somewhere I mean I would I would I would do just about anything to make sure we win this it it is so permanent if we lose this fight Um, it's so important that we win this fight Uh, I went to Tracy thinking I was going to have to beg her uh, to take this on I knew it would cost her money and time and she said I'm there Um, I'm with you Lance what can we do And my answer was, I don't know what we can do legally because you're the lawyer, so get to work. Um, And she (laughs) has gotten to work, and Tracy's uh, really been wonderful. There's really nothing more important to us um, than this fight right now. Um, I know that people are worried. I know they're frustrated. I know they're thinking to themselves, well, all they've said is to go to these hearings. Shouldn't we be doing more? Should we be calling these council members? There will be a time for that. You know, If you start calling these council members now, uh, it may not be as effective as when I tell you to call them in a week or two or three. Um, there have been questions about, do you really even have any legal maneuvers? The answer is we we think we do. We're working on them. Um, we don't necessarily want to I- invite the Mesquite City Council into the gray law offices so we can talk about our legal strategy against them. Um, but we know that they've got attorneys. They've got a large amount of taxpayer money to pay their attorneys so they're working to make sure they cross their t's and dot their i's so they can ram this down our throats between now and december 1st but tracy gray has been working on this in a big way and i can't thank her enough
0: and you could definitely if like look if you say look i really want to make sure that i'm legally covered i want to have uh, you know, Tracy or Guest and Gray on your side, give them a call 972 564 4644 or find them online at guestandgray.com. They've helped me to present Lance Gooden this morning. They will help you in your fight against annexation. Uh, and even if you're like, Hey, look, I'm a, I'm a say I own a business in Forney. And this is, this is now, can you talk about how if you're a business owner in Forney, that if you're a business owner in the outskirts
1: of Forney that it's about to be annexed by Mesquite, you're going to be subject to their rules. If you own a fire fireworks stand, you're going to be closed. If you own a petting zoo, you're going to be closed. If you own a farm, you're probably not going to have a farm in the years to come. Which uh,
0: is the reason like, you know, as a, as the voice of Devils Bowl Speedway, this is a huge concern for the Edwards family because, you know, they're not in the, they're not in the city of Mesquite. So that's one of the things they're like, what is going what kind of effect is that going to have on uh, uh, you know, one of the most famous racetracks in the entire country, if right. not the world, that's been sitting in Mesquite for the last forty-five years. So, what kind of what kind of expectations can they have? They'll be under all kinds of scrutiny, I'm sure, from the city.
1: Yeah, they can expect the worst because that's what's going to happen. Um, it you know, this is a council-driven thing in Mesquite. If you went on and knocked on a hundred doors in a random neighborhood in Mesquite, most of those residents would probably not even know what's happening in Kaufman County right now. Um, I don't believe the average citizen of mesquite would think this is the right thing to do if they understood what was happening uh, which is why i mean this is council driven we know there are developers um, that are in cahoots with various council members um, that want this done the council members i mean councilman archer put out a statement talking about adding water connections to help lower the rates of the rest of mesquite I can't find anyone in Kaufman County that really cares how much Mesquite residents are paying for water. That's just not a concern of mine, probably never will be. Um, so this this thing is has nothing to do with what's good for Kaufman County. No one has said, let's make the lives
0: of people in Kaufman County better. This is all about mesquite and it's all about money and uh which is a lot of what major every major fight that's ever happened in the history of cities, towns, countries and the world is always about the same thing and of course money. that's money. Uh so guys, make sure you pay attention to truetexasradio.com. This whole show will be podcasted up later today so you can share it with your friends, they can listen if they weren't able to listen this morning. Uh I will actually yeah, and rep-
1: let me say Go one ahead. thing. I've gotten a ton of emails from folks in this area. You know, we had the town hall, people have reached out to me. I've tried not to bombard you with emails. I'm going to send out another one probably Sunday evening kind of with a recap of where we are, where we're going, and a reminder about Monday.
0: And I will shoot you a link to this. If you want to include the show, you can send the, include Absolutely. the link that people can Please. go back and listen and ask and see what other people are asking, see what other information is out there that maybe they didn't know. But we are definitely going to get with Lance to make sure that we get one more of these in. Maybe two, uh, depending on how things change and what's going on. And, and it, you never know what kind of big information comes out. Uh You never know, Lance may even just jump in the morning show one day, just drop by and be like, Hey guys, it's me. Let's talk about this. And we'll get that podcasted out as well. We want all the information uh, that you can use in your ears, in your heart, and in your hands uh, so that we can help uh, our fellow citizens here in Forney. Like I said, it doesn't affect me and it doesn't have to affect you for you to be outraged at this particular situation. Okay, I want you guys to know that we are one Forney. We are. South, North, it doesn't matter. Uh, let's all get together. Let's help defeat this because this does affect our community. It does affect our uh, our neighbors, and so this is uh, one of the fights that I'm like, look, I don't, I don't pick a lot of fights. You know, being a new radio station, trying to keep my head, you know, head down. But this is a fight that I will stand up and pick with anybody.
1: And ironically, we didn't pick this fight. We they came to us. How about that?
0: Was, look. Don't start none, won't be none. That's what my dad always said. Don't ever start a fight, but make sure you finish it. Uh, and that's what we're going to do. We're try to finish the fight here with uh, Texas State Representative Lance Good and Tracy Gray, the entire guest in Gray Law Offices. We want to thank uh, thank Lance for having the time this morning. I know he's he's ready to start watching some Texas OU action. Got his uh, his Longhorn shirt on. So we're headed to the fair. He is headed out to the fair for Texas OU weekend. We are going to head on uh, to get my kids off to some marching competition as the Forney High School band heads out to DeSoto. We'll have more on this. We'll podcast it later. We appreciate you listening right here. It's Representative Lance Gooden along with me, Will Riggs on KFNY True Texas Radio.